Hello and thank you for downloading this episode of the Cast Iron Theatre podcast. In this episode, we are talking to those representatives of PBRH, otherwise known as the People's Republic of Brighton and Hove. That is Andy Cheng and Jason Smart. And we uh, covered all manner of things in between the um, Oreo cookies and the Jaffa cakes and the uh, hysterical bouts of laughter. It, it was uh, certainly a chat in which one of us at any one point di- didn't get a word in edgeways with the other two. But luckily that was a, a duty that was um, expanded and shared between the three of us. <laughs> and we'll be on their show in the next couple of weeks chatting about all things cast iron and what's coming up for us. So we're doing a little... It's like a, what is it, like an exchange student thing. So we've interviewed them. They're going to interview us on the TV. So they get images. Yeah. Yeah. Which is always troubling. But uh, yeah, catch uh, on latest TV, their show, and catch the podcast, which you are, because you downloaded it. And so that's, uh, again, the People's Republic of Brighton and Hove on latest TV. Yeah. If you've just joined us for this podcast, we should uh, acknowledge that there might be a bit of background noise. Yes, yes. We uh, we have Scampy the dog. Scampy the dog, the latest member of uh, Team Cast Iron. Yeah, and he was wandering around uh, throughout the interview, but then also went out for a bit of a walk. So we, you might hear things in the background like a dog about to go out on a bit of a walk getting very excited by jaffa cakes oh yes other brands of orange contented chocolate covered cake cake stroke biscuits are available cake now uh, anyway yeah i mean there is no other podcast called the cast iron theater podcast no you've got the original yeah you've got the best yeah you've got the one that's happening now yeah enjoy So here's another question, considering uh, we asked you to come along and you're, you're sort of looking at us with bewildered, why? <laughs> so here's an, here's an unfair question. Why are we talking to you together? That's right, very okay. unfair, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Deeply, deeply unfair. Can we kind of leave in a huff and a flounce? We'll storm off now. Just yeah. storm off and slam the door for visual effect. I've never, I've never, I've never flounced. I've occasionally I've walked uh, and more often I'm ambled, but flouncing yeah, is... Flouncing. Um, yeah. flouncing takes practice. I it does. It's funny on yeah. Facebook. It's yeah, hilarious. Facebook. Oh, that's lovely, isn't it? Yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm bored of social media and everyone's um, sort of just back. So I mean, I'm going now, mm. half an hour later. I've gone. Yeah. Mm. Nobody, nobody mm. cares. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, Nobody Cares is probably the subtitle to our show. Really. Mm. Well, I don't think that's true. Really? All three of them? <laughs> so, shall we start? Or? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. It, 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 oh, right. Okay. It, 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 in the uh, traditional syllable. Oh, I better uh, turn my phone syllable black. Um, oh, syllable black, yes. Yeah, <laughs> Who are you and where do you come from? <laughs> do, you, do you know where you're going to? Do, do you, you like know? the things that you are? I mean, nobody knows what you look like when we're on the podcast, so you don't need to sort of so oh. obviously age yourself with your Handsome cultural references. Handsome 27-year-old. We, um, we can describe ourselves then. Mm. Yeah. Right. Um, <clears throat> I'm Jason Smart. He's Jason Smart. I'm Jason Smart. It's my mm-hmm. voice. Uh, That's it, Jason Smart's voice. It is. Uh, founding father... Of the People's Republic of El Canada. Presidente for life. Uh, Apparently. Really? Yeah, that's, that's how you were introduced to me. So let's, um, um, I was going to get into the question a bit later, but that sure. seems a good segue straight in, in okay. terms of segue. what He's so professional. the, <laughs> the people, oh People's Republic of Brighton Hove is. Because right. there, there will be a few, any moment. We actually have some listeners uh, who aren't in Brighton. Um, oh, right, uh, cool. Who, who, yeah, I know, at least two. Um, who, <laughs> 
much more viewers than we've got. <laughs> yes, I know. Who may not know, because um, right. there's, there's a little bit of tongue-in-cheekness about it, but it also Completely. has a, a serious point. Completely. I mean, it was, um, it's a Facebook group I came up with um, in 2015 when David Cameron won the um, general election, and I was, I was shocked. Not and, just you. Yeah, not just me, but I, I took my anger out on social media, as you do, and uh, formed the People's Republic of Brighton Hove. I just put it up as a Facebook page, oh, yes, as a the joke. And the picture of the world, wasn't there? I was just coming to that. Really? Oh. Well, come on. <laughs> they don't even know who you are. Well, I'm the voice who jogs your elbow. He's the voice in my head. Yeah. Can anybody else hear him? No, no this one Sandy can. Sandy Chen, my, my co-presenter on the TV show. And general irritant. And general, yeah. Oh, get on with it. Agree. People but, are dying out there. You're, you're just a general irritant. I'm sure at some point you will be promoted to much more. <laughs> He's the yeah, grit major. in my life, Vaseline. Yeah. That's yes. what he is. Listen, they're dying out there. They're turning off in droves. They've got bored. Whose fault's that? Mine. Carry on. Get on with it. <laughs> I'm just thinking this at the point of view of Michelle, who's going to have to edit this. <laughs> when we, um, Sorry, Michelle. Yeah. Um, but anyway... So, um, Started off as a Facebook group, <laughs> yes, and uh, inspired by the electoral map of the countryside of, of Sussex, where it was a little red and green was Brighton and Hove, and the rest of it was blue. So it looked like an an island of, island of sanity in a sea of blues. Yes. I come up with that's our catchphrase. That's our catchphrase. Um, yeah. And so, and it, it took off. It, it struck a nerve, and. Loads of people signed up. Loads of people loved it, and it became um, national news, didn't it? it Goodness, got, yeah, I was, in the, I was in the Guardian. Lovely. Yeah, yeah, which is which is hilarious. Um, so a, 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 a Brighton political activist mentioned the Guardian. <laughs> I'm known. But it's hilarious because I, we were. I was also interviewed by Russia Today yeah, about two weeks later, yeah. and was described as a separatist. <laughs> And which was hilarious. And you've, this, had, and you've had clicking sounds on your phone yeah, had, <laughs> ever since. Ever since. I've been followed by strange men in suits. Yeah, um, which was hilarious. Because it was literally just a joke. It was, but to me, it's a, it's a joke that went a bit mad. Yeah. And it was like, we had this Facebook group, we still do. And about a year into it, we were offered um, a radio show on 1BTN. Yeah. And I thought, yeah, that's brilliant. Because we want to get it off the Facebook page. In some respects, we want to well, get it into wider. into yeah into life as such, mm-hmm. and that seemed like a nice way of doing it. And then after a year of that, I think it was a year or two, wasn't it? The, the radio thing, a yeah, year and a half. I I, I got off I got offered to present it. My, our friend Jennifer Neal was a co-presenter, and Andy, that's the, me, the, by the way, him yeah. uh, came in as a community news reviewer. That's right. Oh, reviewing the local papers, well. like yeah. community newspapers. Yeah, yeah Chris as well. I, I, and, yeah, party uh, stuff. On the bracket on that, um, obviously um, the Brighton Argos has um, a reputation for interesting headlines um, yeah. and also interesting um, comments below the line on um, uh, news articles. My favourite one, which I wish I'd screenshot at the time, mm. was a, a heartwarming story about four years back of um, a guy who... Um, had um, suffered, he, you know, had special needs and he was um, sort of suffering from sort of social anxiety for most of his life. And he um, got his first job um, at the age of like 58 or, or 59. And he was very, and the, the picture was a human interest story of him proudly holding up his payslip mm-hmm. and um, uh, being proud that he'd finally got a job. Mm-hmm. Um, the comments were almost uniformly why have we been paying for this person for the past oh. 45 years? And with such vitriol and hate. And my favourite one, which was the, the delightful one, was um, uh, somebody saying that um, what the place where he'd been, the day centre, should be burned down. Wonderful. <laughs> and 
inexplicably, with somebody who was so angry that they said they he should be sacked. Five minutes job. That's pretty what? impressive. It's a bit. And I think that sums up the city quite nicely. It does. It? It's yeah. like like um, anti-abortionists mm. wanting to kill the people who. Uh, yeah. And it's like, but that's, that's completely like. the opposite of what you're. May I take us back? Take us back to. Take us back. Just back. after, <laughs> just a little bit after 2015, when the election occurred. Yes. And this website, this web Facebook page that Jason put up, rocketed overnight. Nine thousand likes, and hence the kind of, uh, which for us is a lot. It may not be for your podcast, but fair enough. For us, that was a lot. Um, and uh, it, there was a, it hit the zeitgeist. I wanted to say the word zeitgeist on there. Well done. Uh, thank you. Uh, and uh, people were awarding themselves ministerial roles, which That's is quite right. a story. Yes, it was good. Yeah. yeah. So initially we inspired, we asked people to do that, mm. but become like we're all equal. We we're all ministers yeah. in it. Yes, basically. Yeah. And so you make one tiny comment, suddenly you're a minister for chocolate fixation, yeah. which is what happened to yeah. me. Yeah. So it's quite light-hearted for about six months. It was a sort of Jason described it as a a kind of self-help, self-commiseration. Don't take it too seriously. The world's going to hell. Sort of um, uh, site. Kind of clinging together. Yeah. And the the world hasn't fundamentally changed in that aspect you know the things that we thought could not possibly happen have continued to happen so the 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 unholy trinity now of trump brexit kavanaugh this this keeps on happening Hmm. is it going to carry on happening can you see the future i'm just trying to actually i'm just straining i think the whole thing about our group is it's from the bottom up it's not from the it's top down. It's based. Yeah. It's not, you know, um, Theresa May's not going to change anything for us. Not going to make our life any better. The only she way we can make it worse, though. She'll make it much worse. Yeah. So all we can do is... Not her personally. All we can do is cling together and hopefully... I mean, this is what the show is about, really. It moved on to television about a year ago. Yeah. And it's basically just yeah, trying to unite, to unite people who have a community interest and want to make things better. We, we, we use the kind of internal strapline of um, it's a celebration of the local grassroots activism, politics without the capital P, small p politics, and the quirkiness, that which made the people in Brighton and Hove vote so differently from the rest of Sussex. Yeah. There is something about this city, yeah. uh, about the, the people in here. Okay, granted, 22.5% of the people in Pavilion voted Tory in 2015. It's a stat I happen to remember because yeah. I can throw it out occasionally to yeah. make me look a little more equal, equal egalitarian. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there is a zeitgeist, and you're, you're getting all the words. I'm on the buzz, man. It's got about five other words yeah, yeah, yeah. you're going to get in. So. Yeah, I know. Listen, if I get all five three of them, them are deeply offensive. Really, so, yeah. Chardonnay. Anyway, the. Um, if, if I manage to do so, I win an award, you know. Yeah. It's really brilliant. Cho- Terry's chocolate. Um, oh, I was saying something really interesting, but here's Jason. Hello. Your question, yes. has things, yeah, that was it. have things got worse? Yes. I think they've got miles worse. Are we generally optimistic? We're, well, Andy, you, you, what you were saying was that um, there's something about this city mm-hmm. that appears to be different from the ones surrounding it. And yeah. that, that deserves unpicking of mm-hmm. what is it that's... Why is mm-hmm. this... Because seaside towns also traditionally are not going to be the most liberal sort of activist no. base. So, oh, no, no. We're we're sort of um, it is we I think a lot of people like artistic types come to Brighton and Hove and stay and stay they either go to uni or I came down because I wanted to do wanted to do music and it was like I couldn't face London I thought oh yeah I've had new people in Brighton come to Brighton it's a nice kind of almost bohemian atmosphere I wouldn't have gone to Eastbourne no. 
This is true. Although Eastbourne is an interesting one. No, and I think Eastbourne, like some other towns on the um, seafront, are traditionally what we would expect traditionally from seaside towns. Although I'm aware that there is, actually with music particularly, a burgeoning sort of scene beginning to really break out in Eastbourne. I'm going. I'm moving. No, but seriously, it had that air. I knew people in Brighton Hove anyway, and it was just... It was, it's always been regarded as London by the sea, I guess, and it just a, seemed a very welcoming, lovely place to go to. And, um, and it was kind of reflected years later in those election results. And it was like, oh, OK, we're sort of all alone. We should, we should cling together because we're surrounded yeah. by these people who kind of believe in what David Cameron was saying. It's more than, it's more than belief as mm. well. There's also a kind of let's get on with it attitude, and I love that about the city yeah uh, the whole thing about we're not just devastated by the way things are going politically which are so not in tune with our values yeah. yeah. uh, but we're going to do something and uh, in the early days with the the the, the radio show uh, we were getting on um people trying to create their own little pockets of solidarity yeah Things like uh, low-cost housing. In fact, yeah. recently we've had things like that. A lot of the creativity stuff as well. Those people who are writing together. Those people who are performing together. Uh, uh, the the, the um, artists who are doing things like uh, well, starting up the artists' open houses, which began down here. Yeah. Uh, in the in the kind of uh, uh, what's it. Preston, Watson area, and has grown in nationally and internationally. So a lot of the innovation for doing stuff seems to, to come around here. There's plenty in other parts of the country, sure. but I like the bubble here. Mm. I'm not saying that people don't get together in Midhurst or Petworth or other places and do things. They just don't seem to have the same degree of cutting-edge creativity sure non-conventional women's institute nothing wrong with jamka by the way uh, activities um these these are, are the sorts of things that i'll give you one quick example there's a new immersive theater uh, um, venue just opening up and i went to an open a day of it yesterday that's looking to hire 70 local actors to perform a series of performances in uh, a sort of promenade performance involving about seven escape room type immersive activities with a play, a genuine story performed around them and the audience drawn in to fully experience that mm. in rooms that are basically sets so you're not going from a set change on a stage but you're going from a pre-designed set to another pre-designed set. It covers the space of a small warehouse, actually a pretty big warehouse, if the truth be known. Yeah. Um, uh, and where else do you get that kind of innovation? Mm. And the chap who's leading it, a chap called Graham, uh, creative director and founder, has chosen Brighton because of our what it is that's unique about down here. We've got this massive influx of about 8 million tourists a year, granted, so he tells me. Uh, but there's also something else about the city that would embrace that kind of thing. Mm. And there's a, an important point to be discussed here in terms of uh, the People's Republic, both in the initial Facebook group and then in the the forms of a radio show and then the TV show, yeah. in that when we're talking about activism, mm. it's not necessarily for what some of us might find a somewhat scary, po-faced, serious, indeed political yeah, point. It, 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 it can be just literally 
the nice place to find vegan burgers yeah, if you're exactly if you're lonely yeah. and tasty vegan yeah. burgers. But that's what we want to avoid. It's just that kind of scary activism. We just want to do like um. There's room just, for it. There is there's room for scary activism, but there's also room for. Oh, I'm trying to think of an example now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Regency House. Yes, know, lovely. Example. Which is like um soft. This they're redoing this Regency House, and it's yeah. it's fantastic. I've been on a couple of times. There was yeah. the Hove Plinth. Yes, we had on, and it's basically just reflecting what's happening in the Republic, as we call it. Mm. And I guess for um, many of us, that there's a sense of, if we are feeling disenfranchised mm. or are scared by the way that politics are going, or indeed, if we, you know, there, there, I mean, doubtless there are people who agree with mm. what's been um, successful in politics and don't, don't feel they can say anything without being shouted down by militant lefties. Yeah. Um, they're, well, they're, they're, they're also militant righties. Well, indeed. Well, I've got, who are of kind course. of worse. Hey, uh, a mili- militant lefty will, will make sure you've got the weekend off work. Yes. Militant righty but will mean you will work through... About it. Will, will be working through the weekend. We're That's not the BBC. We don't have no, to do no, perfect exactly. balance. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just saying, because yeah. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm sort of... When we're saying scary activism, it's always like Corbyn, oh, he's going to... Yes. If he was in any other country, if he was in Scandinavia, he'd be a, a middle ground person. Yeah, yeah. indeed. It's just because yeah. we're in a very right-wing country at the moment. That, that, that is, is, at the moment. That yeah. is, that is, that is uh, just just worth scared. mentioning. Yeah. Um, but also, I think those who do, who do feel scared or disenfranchised sure. um, and feel that we want to change things, quite often we feel that we don't have either the power or even the baseline intelligence. There's so many of us say, we don't get politics, I don't understand how that affects me. Yeah. And so this mm. seems like a lovely way to sort of gently hold people's hands. It's, it's basically, that's what it is. It's a gentle holding hands. That's what it is. It is Perfect, yes. Yes, it is a political show with a small p. Yeah. Can we have a look at this idea, this little idea of disenfranchisement, disenfranchisement. Five syllables, that's okay. Is that one of your words? Uh, no, it's a scrabble word. It's a scrabble <laughs> word, yeah, like key. Um... <laughs> Which is what, what, where the fear comes from that. And it became quite clear that a lot of this fear uh, is, is in many cases about no longer feeling at home in your own home. So what is it about the Brighton Hope thing that allows us to feel more at home when we're in amongst this diversity? So that which brings the mm-hmm. diversity together is the celebration of doing things together. It's the shared interests rather than those things that we bounce off the surface of those things that we cause us to prejudge i mean there you are andrew um and uh, to your listeners you're a fine figure of man with a full beard and incredible glasses now i have a phobia about glasses and beards so i have prejudged you as some kind of uh, malicious uh kind of power hungry oik and I wouldn't even talk to you if it wasn't for the fact that we share an interest in creativity. But this is the thing, because occasionally I have a beard, occasionally I do not. Occasionally I'm wearing contact lenses, occasionally yeah. I wear my hat. So basically you can oh, see I'm a different... Oh, I'm scared of hats. Yeah, you can, see, <laughs> you can see a different version of me on every single... Yeah. And basically like, yes. I'm cosplaying a version of Guess Who. I... <laughs> There's a whole different it's version good, of me, whatever you good. need. Yeah. Wow. Is he wearing a pearl necklace? No. Is it Gavin? No. <laughs> Which is, so um, you're getting a lot of uh, silliness off of Jason and me, uh, particularly me. But um, uh, uh, if we do look at it being serious, there is that serious point mm, that, that there is that, that we're basically, from my point of view, we just would love solidarity to be really embraced, but don't want to stick it down people's throats. Um, a lot of people on um, it really unnerves them when you laugh at them. A lot of people in power, if you laugh at them, they don't know how to handle that. 
I get really upset. They can handle... You're not in power, though. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> Carry on. If you laugh at some dictator, they don't know what to do about that. If you give them a, a reasonable argument, they can argue you down. If you laugh at them, they yeah. are... Oh, because they tend to not have a sense of humour. No. Well, so um, it's basically our thing is yes. is our attitude to life, but it's also quite it's also yeah it's very tricky because it is that kind of oppressive feeling of a government that's not reflecting us and is making our life worse every day by day. It feels it doesn't. It, it does feel very much mm. like that. So the whole thing about the People's Republic initially and still is, and it's partly why the television show I enjoyed in the television show it reflects the good bits. We take yeah. all, we, all our guests are really fantastic. They all do good work. They all do, do stuff that the government, in some respects, should be doing, but mm-hmm. aren't. Mm-hmm. And, like, we get, we, you know, every other week we get a homeless charity, virtually, yeah, isn't this it? Is true. Which is great. It's good to talk to them. And you just think, oh, my goodness, there's so many people out there trying to help the homeless. Yeah. And how, why are people homeless in, in, you know, in this country? What, with all the empty properties, why are there homeless people sleeping on the streets? And it's something, you know, uh, you know, hopefully in our little way we're helping by, by advertising it. The fact that there is, you know, to people sitting at home going, oh, I didn't, you know, there are good people trying to do something about it. And like all our guests, I think it's really, I'm really pleased with the, the electric, 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 eclectic, eclectic. mixture mm. of people we get on, like yourselves, you know, and um, we've had loads. Were they of, any good? They were great. Oh, yeah, they were. <laughs> but no, seriously, um, it was, our guests are always really wonderful people and it's really a joy to do the show in that respect because you do it restores your faith yeah I agree with that in in the country it's nice to feel that optimism isn't it yeah and And that's what it needs it seems to me that that's one of the uh, the foundation stones of the people through the public not necessarily about Mm. anger and bitterness and despair but about optimism and hope I mean we got um, change we can believe in I mean basically I'm, I'm a comedy writer and not by trade, but amongst yeah. other stuff. And so, I mean, the people said, it was a joke. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, we need to form a people's republic. Yeah. It's like, ha, ha, ha. Well, let's talk, yeah. about, let's talk about that, because uh, you write for the Treason Show, which yeah. is uh, 15 years? Does, does 20, more 30, than, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, about, it's about 18 years. Yeah, um, and mm-hmm. if you sort of compare, you know, each... Um, piece of satire had its mm. own DNA, whether it be um, uh, that was the week that was, or the now show... Mm. Um, What's interesting about the Treason Show is it it sometimes has done, but it doesn't, as a part of its DNA, display a, a huge amount of anger, no. which I often think, uh, I often always yeah. believe, is a vital part so, of satire. Yeah. Um, my favourite moments of satire have been when the, it, they, there's a frustration bubbling over. There was um, this month's Mad Magazine of all things. Oh, right. um, has represented a um, this, you may remember the, an old um, children's prize uh, Edward Gorey art yes where Gorey, him, yes, yes Adam died by yes. drinking arsenic and stuff and they do a version of that right. and it's just an bitter angry attack on gun law because sure. all these children who will be um, uh, shot in um, in schools and but it, but and this isn't necessarily criticism, but it appears to me that in my experience, the treason show mm. doesn't go for the anger as much as it goes for sort of um, I could say the word broad joke because that sounds like a it's, criticism. It, yeah, I, I agree with you completely because I've been writing it and I'm always writing bitter, horrible stuff, mm-hmm. and and the, you know, um, and, and it's sometimes it's like I, I agree with you about the show. I think it is too broad. It's now on the end of the pier. 
ironically, it's now an end of the peer show. And uh, it's, yeah, it's always been like that. You know, the, um, it's all very friendly and cuddly. And we used to, me and the fellow artists, always wanted to get something a bit more realistic into yeah. it. Um, and I, my, my favourite bit of recently, I wrote um, The Magic Money Tree which is like a little fairy story yeah. about all the matter, you know, that it grew abroad and was fed by, you know, it was a, it was a love, I, I was really proud of it and they did it, but it was one of the, uh, as a writer, as my fellow writers, we always like the <gasps> response from the audience, yeah. that got a really sort of like, <gasps> and it was, I got a big round of applause at the end, I was so proud, because yeah. it was like a proper, for me, it was a proper bit of satire, like going on about the magic, there's no such thing as the magic money tree, and it was like having a little fairy story about yeah. this, mythical non-existent thing and I was really pleased they got on but I mean it is largely um not jokes <laughs> <laughs> no but seriously it's, it's, it's a bit it's a bit carry on it's yeah. a bit it's very um it doesn't like to shock the audience and and it what well, here's a uh, uh, question then hmm. in terms of actuality of what, hmm. physically who is physically there or the show's aims may have changed over the past 20 sure. years who is the treason show audience? Mm. Basically, people over fifty. With um, I mean, they're left or right wing. Actually, there's quite a mixture of people there. It's quite funny because they do the same show in Shoreham and Brighton. Yes, and the jokes go fall completely differently. Yeah, it, um, Shoreham is quite UKIPy, mm-hmm. really. Yeah, it is. I'm sorry, but it is. Yeah. It is, and uh, Brighton is obviously very left wing Corbyn ish. Yeah. But also, there are people who go to the show that aren't. Um, but I mean, that's the that's the yeah, that's the satire thing, isn't it? Because for you and me, for myself, I could see a certain joke and laugh at it, and somebody else would be completely offended by it. Yeah. And 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 it's funny, as I say, when you see the show in two different environments, it's it, the way the jokes fall. You know, the, um, there's there's a wonderful Stuart Lee routine where he's going on about taxes and how he mm. I'm not paying my taxes. You know. The, I've earned that money, it's mine. Mm. And he did it in Brighton. And everyone was laughing, ha, ha, ha. Yeah. And he said, yeah, I did the same routine in Guildford. And everybody was going, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> mm. um, so I think the Treaty Show is a very Brighton-centric show, obviously. And it reflects a lot of Brighton attitudes. And it is quite funny writing for it. And it is, it's not as sharp as it could be. I'm, not, I'm only a writer. I'm not, you know, I haven't got, I'm not the script editor. No. I'm not the director. I'm not in it. So I just, I just chuck stuff at it every now and again. And for my lefty... A, um, perspective and some of it gets on and some of it doesn't yeah. But I, I, yeah it is quite broad comedy um, but it has been going for 18 years and it always sells mm-hmm. out so it's great mm-hmm. it's good it's, to work for it's it's doing fun. something right mm-hmm. yeah, yeah I think so yeah they're, they're hitting some marks definitely in terms of uh, local TV because um, mm-hmm. many of us who have a TV and live in a locality <laughs> um, don't watch local TV no. um, it's and you know it can be difficult to get an audience, particularly for something that's a, a continuing piece. I mean, occasionally, uh, local TV even try and make local TV drama or mm. comedy. Um, and to have what's largely an interview magazine show that you guys have, um, what makes it different from something that might have a, a national audience? Although, obviously, we could watch it anywhere we wanted. Um are there cliches of local TV that you lean into and go, no, that's actually what we should be doing? Or are there stereotypes you want to break away from? The obvious thing is it's about the locality it's set in. <laughs> yeah. It's not about anywhere else. It's about the Brighton... I mean, it's got quite a big reach. It goes... Where's it go? Chichester? Chichester. 
Um, it goes Salty. beyond the Republic, you know. And clipping uh, the bottom edge of Lewis. Yeah, basically. So it, it is, as for a local TV show, it just re- reflects local issues, which it would do because it's the People's Republic of Brighton Hove. Yeah. So that's why it's kind of ideal where it is, really. Your question's deeper than that, though, isn't it? Is it? I think, I think <laughs> so. Mildly, although, you know, in the interest of full closure, I've already forgotten the question I asked. <laughs> <laughs> You'd do well on our show, really. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, if you're like, <laughs> Who are you? What? <laughs> yeah. so, if, so if you've ever got a migraine, I'll, I'll take over the gig. Um, <laughs> so, I guess I'm asking in terms of that local TV uh, yes. from its inception has had a, that, this cliche of being on a clearly cheaper sort of video print than yeah. um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, BBC-funded uh, television that sometimes... carry on. But, uh, and sometimes the um, the things being discussed yes. can be largely unimportant to anybody outside of that sure. locality. Mm-hmm. Um, when it gets down to um, articles about um, a cat being missing, which clearly is an important thing for the cat owner. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not aware that you've done. Uh, no. Uh, um, no. But I guess what we're uh, chatting about in terms of local TV is... I guess it's almost like a sales pitch. Why are we going to be um, staying on that um, station, watching that station after it's shown classic movies of the 1930s and 40s? Mm, yeah. Which is seriously a good draw. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that seems to be a really good... <laughs> sort of, really well out yeah. of it. We should do our show in black and white, really. I we? think we should, actually. <laughs> I think that would be really good. Is, is, is anybody doing a, like a, a weekly review, uh, review roundup of, oh, and this week on this channel are these movies, which... Yeah. Um, well, it's, it's basically you another... You should pitch it. Yeah. Yeah, you get, you get a show out of that. Yeah. Definitely. I yeah. think that's a really, really interesting question. Uh, in terms of numbers, we're told that uh, the latest TV, who are our hosts, have a reach of 400,000 uh, across the area. We've talked about Chichester, blah, blah, blah. Uh, mostly Brighton and Hove. Our show itself, we don't have exact figures, but we're told off the live... Pro, uh, sorry, the, the broadcast is pushing around the four to 5,000. So there is a number thing going on there. And then, of course, there are the repeat mm. watches for YouTube and the, the kind of promotions there. Then and that's a question. Sorry, my, my point is that's actually relatively low. It's higher than the three people I normally joke are, are watching us. And it's important in terms of it's also much higher than my cynical heart would assume of. It's largely the people who have been on the interview themselves and <laughs> their friends. It's mm. clearly more yeah. than people who have a vested interest well, in I watching an episode. I, I mean, I, you know, you're a clearly gregarious person. Maybe you... Oh, you're up to four now. If I yeah, if was. Well, yeah, exactly. Well, I was going to say, I mean, there must, you know, four to five thousand pound people... Four to five thousand people. It's not bad. You know, no, it's okay not for a local telly. I mean, and as I say, your question being, you know, we are a local thing. So we'd be on local television reflecting groups in the reach of the television yeah. station. There so. is no, in my opinion, there is no ego trying to promote larger audiences within the PRBH show. No. I look at our colleagues and so on, and, you know, or, or notwithstanding Jason's persona, he's actually quite a modest chap. 
And, and really so am I honestly uh, and, and Debs and Tori and Genevieve and yeah, yeah. Um, you know we're, we're not uh, aggrandizing ourselves the way we would normally expect successful performers to do and they should yeah. it's part of their business and I respect that so uh, in many ways the show is to some degree a kind of uh, therapeutic occupation that keeps us for, off the streets for me it was like Inventing this group, it went incredibly popular. People wanted yeah. to make a television hey. show out of it. It's well, like, well, well, okay, first place yeah, yeah, I mean, but yeah, yeah, well, they wanted to to be not employ us, but yeah, employ us, I guess. And it's like, well, what are we going to do with this? Employs How are we going to do it? What are we going to do with it? Mm. We've got this idea. We've got this thing. We'll we'll use our powers for good. <laughs> 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 do you know what I mean? I'm not using it to promote myself or anything. You know, I'm not going hello. I'm just on it, and it's fun to do. And it's not Jason like Jason Smart, writer <laughs> and musician, available for bar mitzvahs. That's or... my T-shirt, obviously. Yes. On the show, when, when yeah. they when they reboot Adam Adamant Lives, then I'm there. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that. that's now that the most offense. obscure TV reference I've made. That was yes, one of my favourite shows. Yeah, yeah. I love yes. that show. So you, you now have in your the retina of your eye, you have more images of Adam Adamant Lives than actually exist in the archives. I suppose I do. Yes. Wow. That's sad, isn't it? Yeah. It's a great yeah. show. Did you ever watch that? No, of course not. Gerald, what's it called? No, Gerald Harper? No, yes, Gerald Harper. Yeah. yeah. Oh, hilarious. Yeah, we should revive it. It certainly is. I mean, um, Austin Powers is still a bit of the beat of that. Yeah. But it was a strange mixture of like it was a bit like the Avengers, but he was John Steed, but hundred years ago, that's right. He came yeah. back to life yeah. and he was sword fighting. Yeah. It was fantastic. In swinging sixties London. If they do update it, they should keep it in swinging sixties London. <laughs> Going back to your question. So oh, what? <laughs> no, seriously, so that I can ignore this kind of reference. Um, Jason, would, would you do the show if we didn't have any viewers? No. No point, basically. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. What's the point of it? That's why I sort of... Um, yeah, because yeah. then that, that genuinely would be a, a, a Twitter spear, it would be the screaming into the void, wouldn't it? Yeah. For your it own... would be basically like, um, you know, it's basically, yes, yeah, you say the Twitter sphere would be yeah. people shout, about eight people shouting at each other, which is completely pointless. I mean, one of the things was the, the like Facebook page was, show. was very popular, and it's like people were attracted to it, and oh, we should do something about this. And it's like, oh, what are we can do? And it was like we got offered a radio show, then we got offered a TV show. So, like, mm-hmm. yeah, let's promote. The people that are on the page who are doing good stuff let's get them yeah. into the public sphere and let them let other people see what they're doing yeah. and we always invite you know do you need people to help you yes well contact us there yeah. so yes that's kind of what it's become it's become mm-hmm. like a notice board almost yes. you know oh we need somebody to do this oh I'm interested in doing that I'll do that then I'll go and contact this person so that's kind of it what it is I yeah. think it's interesting to compare the um the Facebook page, the People's Republic of Brighton and Facebook page with the show. And there is a bit of a difference in there, though they're very, very connected, very strongly connected. The Facebook page itself is more overtly political, oh, yeah, more, partisan yeah. political. And I have no problem with that because I find I actually share quite a lot of views in there. Mm. Hey, that's me. The show itself is much less overtly political. We, we, we would be happy to interview anyone vaguely right-wing who also celebrates the idea of solidarity, of yeah. kind of empowerment. No, but we can't find anyone. <laughs> oh, no, no, at the heart of it, this is the freaky thing, at the yeah. heart of the neoliberal independence thing, where you build your way out of your own rubbish, mm. um, uh, allowing for adversity 
sheep and not allowing for laziness, this is an Orwellian idea, mm-hmm. uh, is, 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 is a right-wing sort of concept. Mm. You know, the, yeah. the, needy, the needy poor rather than the onion. Do you know what it is? It's like the idea of a one-nation Tory party, mm. which has never happened. No. It's like that concept. It's fantastic. I'm behind that one-nation party. Yeah, great. Let's yeah. do that. But it, but it never happened. But it never happened. Yeah. What do you think of the concept of the idea that um, the status quo will generally be Tory with Labour pinpricking and occasionally you'll shift over to Labour. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I disagree with that. Mm, but okay. Well, yeah. I, I, well that's, I, that's, that's good that you both have. Let, let's yeah. hear that. Yeah, like, we I, can't stand each other. Gosh. He's constantly interrupting <laughs> me, constantly <laughs> hoping, so it's stopping me from speaking things. So now that both. It looms over me. So now that both Galton and Simpson are gone, you can. Yeah. <laughs> I guess sometimes go, you and your double act then, I suppose we are. <laughs> Occasionally we've been asked whether we're married for heaven's sake. Oh yeah, we are, one of the presenters, we joked. Yeah. And they, they believed us. <laughs> and it was hilarious because we, was it, I think it was Madeline actually. Was it Madeline? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hilarious because you've been divorced for four years. We have, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got custody <laughs> of the TV. Yeah, I mean that's. I think that's that's nice. Also with, with Debs as well, we're another presenter. We're not married to her. Either. No, no. But Debs people who don't, don't know about us often think we are comedy double acts. Yeah. You know, are you Debs a comedy act? Well, you certainly yeah. you you know as this podcast has painfully proved. Uh, <laughs> yes. You will often get distracted Sorry, by your, <laughs> by your uh, uh, and make each other laugh and uh, well, and yeah. that in itself is actually. Perhaps depressing, quite a rare thing. Yeah. People who are yeah. at ease to laugh in conversation at each other mm. and at themselves, um, which must make for a more pleasurable experience when you're recording the show. Do you know that's that's kind of what the people's pub is about? Yeah, being comfortable to laugh, yeah, and but still be serious. You know, yeah. still have great aims, but want to enjoy yourself while you're getting there. Yeah, yeah. allow ourselves to trip up. Make mistakes, pick ourselves up, a little bit of resilience from our friends, and it's the supportiveness as well. I yeah. think that's yeah, yeah. I think that's the, that is general. You got it there, Andrew. It's the general spirit of the thing. Yeah, is is that? Yeah. yeah. This may be um, something that you haven't considered before, or maybe there's Never. a great plan, a great idea that yeah, we can get an exclusive announcement on. Oh what, what what is next for the People's Republic? The movie, I think. Oh, really? <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, That's a good question. Similar actually. to yeah. Hard Day's Night, the Beatles movie. We're going to do... No, the... more, more um, the Russells. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, what is next? I don't know. We just carry on until something else comes along. Do you That's have any script. ambitions? Not at all. No, no I'm Presidente happy. for life. I'm happy with this at the moment. I'm happy with what we're doing. I think it's, it's kind of what the, my initial idea was, and it's now become a telly thing that's going out to people it's supporting you know community I, I love it I think that's it's, it's actually where it should be I, I can't think yeah. I can't think where else it would go to yeah. understand you would you do more shows a week there's plenty of this is the thing see, yeah we're, we're booking our shows uh, and we're booked up to a November already yeah. uh, and we keep finding little pockets of activity or dynamic of interest mm. and so on we could be doing a lot more material but and also could you be doing different types of material so you've oh, yeah. got the you've got the magazine chat show could yeah. you be doing a panel chat uh, a panel quiz show could you be doing um, not necessarily under the PRBH label but hot news there is in development somewhere else the possibility of an opportunity for local comedians to be showcasing ability 
through a panel show structure. But I can't tell you any more than that. Tune in to the People's Republic of Brighton Hope. May I do the tag? Yes, of course. Um, <laughs> latest TV, Thursday, 6.30, Freeview Channel 7, uh, Virgin Media 159, and on a YouTube channel near you soon after. Thank you. Um, uh, but And we will, when we get more details about that, we'll announce it because... Brighton and Hove is full of fantastic, hilarious, diverse, cutting edge, and sometimes incredibly beautifully mainstream comedy yeah, yeah. that could very nicely celebrate and also come together with that same kind of solidarity. Mm. We're not comedians alone. No. We're comedians on TV under PRBH pretending to be sensible. And some Brighton comedians, um, after a very short while, end up as a, a major contestant on Strictly Come Dancing. Well, they, they do. do. Yes. Woo. Yeah. Good for yes. them. Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, good. That's not his name. Yeah, my son went there as well. Yeah, incredible. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Yeah, as I say, Andrew, I, don't, I think we're kind of where we are with the show. I don't think I can't really think where else it would go. Yeah. Um, it's just reflecting the community. Um, I have a confession. Okay. Which is separate to PRPH. I'm involved in a lot of community development work, uh, and I'm there for a long, long journey that made me incredibly cynical at certain points. So this is really a kind of therapy. Remind myself that there is kind of optimism out there. There yeah. is do people doing. And for me, it's been wonderful. It's been a real pizzazz. It's been fabulous meeting all these little pockets of people doing things. And whilst doing so, discovering that I have affinity, interest in certain areas. Sure. So personally, I've gone out there, uh, used the show as an opportunity to ask people to tell us more, yeah. share that more, and also occasionally go and get myself involved in more. Which we yeah. invite others to do. The audience are very welcome. All three of our audience members are very welcome to get involved whenever they want. And we often make that announcement. Yeah. Uh, and this is the thing about connecting these little pockets of, of, of doing and solidarity yeah. across. Whether we would brand that a PRBH intervention in a social dynamic kind of a way, I don't think I would bother. I think what we do is allow the, give people the opportunity mm. And we're not we're not going to chase them around the streets trying to get them. We say here it is. Which yeah. places you uh, reasonably well to answer this next question in terms of if we move outside of the People's Republic and mm. anything with a, a small or big P political, uh, how would you describe Brighton to people who have not yet come to Brighton? If they're coming down for the weekend or for the week, wow. um, what is Brighton? Uncle on the backside of Sussex. <laughs> I think they tried that as a, a slogan a couple of years back. And <laughs> it went up, it did rather too well, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I went on a very interesting, again, connected to the show, which led me to become aware of it, interesting little tour of all the former bathing, um, uh, sea bathing medical institutions, bathhouses and pools, and how they'd grown up around Bright Helmstone. Uh, and I forget the name, Doctor, somebody or another, who popularised Brighton for the medicinal benefits of the sea. And Brighton, in certain ways, has been popularised by that. It was moved from a little fishing village into this place where people would come for the health benefits. And then there's, this was before What's-His-Name built the pavilion and, and so on. So, so Brighton has kind of grown up around this uh, yeah. semi-hokey, semi-formal uh, um, aggrandizement of its, its natural benefits. Uh, and somehow or another, it's attracted this diversity 
We've got two universities down there. One used to be a polytechnic, education for the masses. He makes a kind of fist sign. Uh, the, 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 the ubiquitous language schools and the tourist trade. And, you know, if it's true that we have an 8 billion, sorry, 8 million turnover of tourists every year, which I think is brilliant, come on down, spend money, inflate our economy, please. Uh, then, um, you know, there's an incredible wave of all mm. these all these different attitudes. Yeah. Now, whether that's unique to Brighton or not, I can't say, because other university seaside towns exist, cities, towns yeah. exist. Um, uh, somehow or another, there is a political feel about it, you know, 22% pavilion Tory, the rest not Tory, uh, and quite a good swathe of, of left of centre. Um, uh if we try and remove that, it's a place where there is a gathering. And maybe when you get lots of people gathering from different perspectives, yeah. international, national, mm. maybe that's what's the kind of founding stone of our wild and wacky. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I don't know, I'm guessing. I mean, the, ne- the next stage is to make it a republic. Really? And yes! cut away from England. We can be like Sodor. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, that was the next stage. I mean, somebody actually did say that. That's yeah. why I thought, oh, gosh, gosh, this is getting a bit mad. <laughs> People petitioned the council to make it an independent state. How often yeah. has, yeah. Yeah. How often has uh, putting things up for public vote gone well in the past couple of years? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's been really good, yeah. hasn't it? Let's have a referendum. That'll yeah. work. Yeah, that'll work. Yeah. Right next. Popular referendum. <laughs> yeah. Have our own Brexit. <laughs> Uh, no free movement beyond Lewis. Well, I, I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah no, no, um, Brighton's likely to go for free movement with the rest of Europe. Yeah, and, definitely. Yeah, and a border I'm between us and the rest of I'm into free. Really? Yeah, okay. definitely, completely. Yeah, right. I take medication for free. We do. Yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah I, I just hate all this sort of. Oh, can't have anybody from over there in here and us in there over there. I just think it's rubbish. It's really tribal and seriously hate crime is genuinely on the increase in Brighton and Hove mm. it's all about you though Andy isn't it well yeah they hate <laughs> me I've seen you on telly first generation <laughs> British uh, yeah. slitty eyed and ask for rice without saying ours. I mean, this is really not oh, that there's a stereotype in there at all. The long thin beard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And standing yeah. next to the kind of imperialist white man, you know, <laughs> which is quite privileged bloke towering over. And I'm having to say, we're well, certainly in the interview in a light tone, aren't we? And there's no pun intended in the term light tone. No, I'm so exactly. sorry. Yeah, yeah. It's in it's in the language in a million of all rights of Europe. There was a serious point. Yeah, hate yeah. crime. Yes. Uh, and I know this because you know there's part of the reasons why I'm so into the kind of community stuff and looking for ways of bringing people together sure. based on us seeing us as individuals, not as something we prejudged. Mm. And although. Uh, I made that joke about you and your glasses and beard earlier on. I can talk. I used to wear glasses and I've got a little bit of fungus growing under my chin. That's what it is. I wonder what it was. But I thought it was dirt to begin with. And then I realised actually it's growth. It's really beard. It's like, you know. Yes, I don't think yeah. I've seen you ever in there. Mind no. you, yeah, Jason has a tendency of wearing shorts, uh, which really does make me think, you know, he's a shorts wearing bloke and we know what they're like. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I think that if you refer to somebody as who occasionally wear shorts as opposed to 
somebody who has a tendency to wear shorts. There's a judgment right there, isn't there? If you, yes. do, if you yeah. refer to it as a tendency. I have to put up with this all the time with this judgment. But, yeah, but why do you keep coming back? <laughs> to follow that point through in terms of um, hate crime. Oh, there crime, was a point, wasn't yeah, there? Yeah, that hate crime being on yeah. the rise Which in Brighton Hove. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to assume that's a, a, a generalised term. That's not necessarily applicable to just ethnicity or sexuality. It's just hate crime as a generalised term. Uh, the I'll have to go back to my notes. Yeah. We got the figures from the uh, the, the local police authority, yeah. mm-hmm. and there is another kind of survey that we've used, and so on. Uh, some of it is down to those differences you've mentioned, but uh, as a single stat, I believe it's a general. Yeah. I think hate crime comes from austerity. Yeah. I think people are feeling very, people are very poor. They're very they're, they're feeling oppressed. And it comes out as hate against people who look different to them. Yeah. If we were well off, we wouldn't care. Or who it we might... have been told. Exactly, yeah. The Albanians, out, come over, the Albanians will come over and rape your grandchildren. One of UKIP's messages to yeah. the, the elderly. I mean, it was like, oh, we're voting for you. There's a great voting deal of, Brexit, you know. There's it's... a great deal of truth in what you're saying there. Exactly, it just yeah. presses me. I think if we we're, if were all relatively well off, we wouldn't care. Yeah. It wouldn't matter. Yes. When we are hanging out in Brighton, um, you know, within a coffee shop or a bar or whatever, mm-hmm. where, do, if you get time indeed to hang out at coffee bars, where, where, are you, where uh, what location would you want to give a shout out to? Where would you, we find you writing your next sketch for Truth Exactly, and so? yeah, I don't do that. I don't publicly create. <laughs> I, I find it a bit... I find it a bit is, that, is that one of your worst reviews? Yeah. <laughs> Public I create in public. I, 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 it's just a thing. You create all the time. I, do, I create all the time. I don't sit on a laptop in a coffee house. I, I always find that a bit shout strange. Out to the Crew Club in Whitehawk, though. Oh, right, okay. They're doing fantastic work, in my opinion. Do they sing coffee shops with laptops? <laughs> <laughs> they have. Look, actually, it's more. It's more youth group. But right. Uh, White Whitehawk is an interesting place in that Moscombe, with Moscombe and Whitehawk, as you're probably aware, are two of the kind of areas that are a little bit less privileged. The, the, the kind of stuff they're doing there is really worth noting. It's bringing the community together. It is that grassroots celebration. Uh, it's got hangout places. They've got their own radio recording studio. I don't think they use it that well, but it's mm. worth noting. Um, uh, they've even got a boxing ring. And you think, well, where can people do acceptable violence? Acceptable, well contained. Take out that hate in a boxing room. Yeah. Well, actually, get work out that aggression. Yeah. Because, you know, as, as Ruby Wax has said, uh, we've grown from these creatures that are used to all oh, this massive adrenaline thing. Eek! It's a pseudo dinosaur. Eek! It's a Dalek. But we're not allowed to do that in High Street. Eek! It's a traffic warden. I want to kill, massacre them. But I'm not allowed. Nothing against traffic wardens. No. I actually honestly have a friend who is one. Mm. Um, they would say some of your best friends are traffic wardens. Yeah, they would say, oh, "I love a man in a uniform." It's never a traffic warden. No, so, no. Ooh, no. Anyway, <laughs> he's all right. It's the rest of them I can't stand. <laughs> That's a phrase I've heard far too often in my life. Anyway, that deserves a podcast conversation all of its own. <laughs> well, you know, I am first generation British. I have been brought up in a. Uh, uh, an interesting uh, experience of cultural background. Yeah, because well, I'm first generation British. Mm-hmm. I just happen to be white. So yeah, you have a beard. yeah and I, so I get to be a. Um, I, I'm. You blend. I'm, 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 yeah, blend. Yeah. I, I smuggle in. Yeah. No, I mean, luckily, I'm living in 2018, yes. not 1978. So nobody yes. cares that I'm Irish yeah. or oh, yeah. my parents are Irish. Yeah. So I think that, yeah, that's a really important point in that. Yeah. 
you even wear your difference on the inside yeah. superficially. Yeah. Superficially, I wear my difference most undeniably on the outside. A lot of people who have this hate are superficial people anyway. Yeah. Like so they will just look at you and go, yeah. oh, I yeah. don't like you. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't like what you symbolise to yeah. me. Yeah. yeah, I'm not prepared to go any further until I get to know you, in which case he's all right, it's the rest of them I can't stand. Yeah. It should be a, a normality that people are different. It shouldn't be a, oh, oh. When are we going to get to that point? I mean, tonight uh, we're, we're talking about the, uh, the, the new episode. Here's my, um, my screwing horn in over it. Oh, here we go. Uh, um, <laughs> Tonight he's got to do it. He's, he's got to do it. Let's do it. Uh, contractual obligation. We, um, yes. <laughs> tonight we have um, the words. first episode of Doctor Who, um, yes. Doctor uh, As Played yes. by Woodhouse. And uh, that's worthy of mention. Um, we may, within the next six years, have a, a, a black bond. That's worthy of mention. Mm. When are we going to get to the point where that's not worthy of mention? Is it, are we going to be dead first? Next generation, I guess. Yeah. Well, maybe it'll take a little longer. Maybe a couple of generations. Yeah. It won't matter. I mean, my favourite country, one of my favourite countries is Brazil. What does the Brazilian look like? Yeah. It's if a you massive... happen to know, feel free to comment in the <laughs> it's section a lovely under melting the, the podcast. We're going to have to moderate comments now. You know that, don't you? Yes, I know. Well, because the guys here love reading your comments. It's really important. Risk <laughs> feedback is key. Uh, feedback from babies might be a bit messy, but feedback is really important. Mm. Likewise, if you, you are speaking not... like a presenter who gets no comments on the uh, Facebook page, <laughs> which we don't, by the way. Mm. <laughs> we turn them off, basically. <laughs> no, they used to have a uh, yeah, anyway. yeah, yeah. So, you, yeah. We, so uh, tell me again, because uh, we. May have forgotten it since the name of the community project in Whitehawk you were talking Crew about. Crew Club. Crew Club. Yes. And uh, you were saying that you, you don't particularly uh, create. Um, he doesn't care. Uh, but uh, is, there Sorry, anywhere, what is, <laughs> is there anywhere that you sort of hang out um, in Brighton? Oh, yeah, well, where do you hang out in Brighton? Um, if people wanted to stalk you, where should they go? The village. The village. The village. Where's uh, the village? It used to be the Horse and Groom pub, and now oh, it's yeah. been no, Brightonified. Yeah. Okay. But you, 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 you've enjoyed the gentrification of it. It's... Yeah, definitely. It was like a slaughterhouse before. Now it's, <laughs> it's, like, now it's like a nice place to get. I remember the, the slaughterhouse would be a great name for a nightclub, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, it would. Come to... I remember the horse and groom. I used to try and like Brighton and Hove Albion for a bit, and they used to show it. And I think we were, they were playing some, I can't remember, it was like a promotional game. I think they were playing Swindon, trying to get into the Premiership mm. countless times. And I went in there with, with some friends to watch the local team on their big screen telly, like yours, a bit bigger. And we got so much abuse from Brighton, other, other Brighton really? fans. It was like, we're just watching the game. And then, oh, now you go to the village, it's all very nice. You can have your avocado and sourdough bread and <laughs> yeah. yes. you know, watch a bit of poetry. It's much more Brighton there. It's fantastic. It's, it's kind of got that... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they've got rid of the big tellies and it's just a really yeah. nice atmosphere. So that's kind of where I hang yeah. out when I get to hang out. So Jason, you essentially invented a republic. Um, yeah. And people um, locked mm. onto that idea. Yeah. I wanted to ask both of you, um, is there anything in your life, maybe back in your childhood, that you invented, you came up with an idea for, um, that actually Ooh. you didn't do anything with and then somebody else got to the idea before you did? Ooh, I mean, for instance, that's I, a really good question. I invented um, the digital information readout at bus stops that tell you how long you have to wait for your bus. I remember being about the age of eight when I invented that. Didn't I, do a thing with it. I invented a drink when I was younger called Rib Orange, which is a mixture of Ribena and orange squash. 
Which is, an, is a thing, isn't it? It's kind of, yeah. yeah. Nowadays, you get yeah. these weird mixtures of yeah. fruit drinks. So I invented yeah. that when I was six, by yeah. mistake, yeah. and it was nice. Yeah. Talking yeah. about drinks, and this really isn't mine, it's my brother's, but I'm going to say it anyway. Uh, it's a Lithuanian rat. Now, it's 50%, hang on, no, 49% pineapple juice, 49% tonic water, and just a tiny touch of Coca-Cola, 2%. Because a Coca-Cola turns the drink a really sick looking grey and you get to sit there drinking this beautifully sweet uh, fruity grey drink with people around you going oh what's probably that? it's probably best to drink it in black and white isn't it yeah and, and, and the answer is it's a Lithuanian rat so, so to, to be fair that's that's not gone national just yet oddly enough no no no, no. no. oh yes that was that part of the question yeah yeah stuff that's did, did you invent national. the internet did I invent Actually, I'm going to go back and do a shout out to another um, uh, local venue, which is the Bevy Community Oh, yeah, yeah. I must yeah. say that because they're brilliant. And I was so excited. The first community gathering, putting together and co-owning a pub. Yeah. Put heart back in um, the, the centre of a community where people's out drinking arms are. I mean, it makes sense yeah. to me. Local pub, basically. Exeter yeah. Street as well. Another community uh, group yeah. in the community centre. Uh, yeah. None of which are uh, mine, and you don't very rarely see me them there. Mm. Back to your question, though. What what did what did we invent? Nothing. Or it could be that you uh, you uh, came up with the idea for Star Wars or something. In I invented yeah. drum and bass by mistake because I couldn't program a drum machine. That's nice. That's good. That's yeah. Good. Can I claim that I invented <laughs> the concept of a metal surrounded improvisational theatre group? Oh, okay, that deserves a lot of unpacking. <laughs> so a metal, metal, not so only the metal, metal surrounded shot, improv yeah, group, but yeah. the concept so, of. So, yeah, so so you you take this metal and you put it on the surface of something. It's like you 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 cover it or, or clad it. You clad this like a thing. thermos flask. Well, no, Ooh. more more like armor. Okay, so you have say uh, bronze, say bronze, bronze, bronze clad uh, <laughs> improv or something like that. Yeah, lovely idea when I was young that the, the com- you know uh, brought from the high the idea of aluminium siding or aluminium siding yeah. that the Americans had and thought wouldn't it be brilliant to have this metal siding improv theatre? Wouldn't that be good? And then you could do it as a podcast as well. So you can have metal, metal surfaced improv podcast, and uh, yeah. But then I was only six at the time, and wow. it's gone really. It's like, but lo and behold, but would you believe? Just in your pocket there, I, I, I'm fascinated by <laughs> several things here. As as a, a practitioner of improv myself, oh yes, you I, are. I, I'm you? still. I'm processing what that exactly means. You're actually a little flummoxed. Uh, I am genuinely flummoxed. Okay. Um, yeah, me and word. <laughs> <laughs> I'm constantly flummoxed. My middle name is flummoxed. It is. But, but my, 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 <laughs> my level of flummox has been put to one side, but I'm very engaged in coming up with the idea of the age of six. Age of six? You, the expression on Andrew's face, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> is, is a painful, inquisitive, sincere look. No, that's, I, my, that's my look. And he's nailed it. He's got it. It's, it's top. It's the best look I've ever seen. It's good for podcasts, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, <laughs> it's great. Well, we do radio for TV. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, and we insist on doing radio for TV because well, we've got radio voices. Mm. But we don't have radio, we have radio faces as well. We don't have TV faces, not yes. really. 
Debs has, Tori has, Genevieve has. The ladies Ma- try Madeleine hard, has. We yeah. don't. You don't know. Talking about radio and TV, uh, yes. one of the last questions uh, to close the, um, oh, the chat. I know, right? Um, <laughs> I, ironically, this gets edited down to two minutes. <laughs> We've been there for four hours. What? <laughs> oh, it's Tuesday already. When did that happen? Ironically, I, I forgot to press record. Um, <laughs> Start again. So, um, <laughs> are there other podcasts or other TV programs or books uh, or anything on Netflix that you're binging at the moment that you'd want to, you, you're, you'd want to say that you enjoy at the moment you want to give a shout out to? Mm, good question. Well, let's plug some local stuff. Just to start off, this, okay. this, this will predate when your podcast goes out, uh, but we're heading off this evening to a series of performances at the Caroline of Brunswick. Caroline of Brunswick? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Do you know, remember the name of the show? It's something Cabaret. Something. It's Cabaret Lab. Cabaret Lab, the Cabaret Lab. Yeah. Uh, and these little pockets of local talent is so much fun. Yeah. It's absolutely brilliant. So yes, I would give a shout out to those. Yeah. I may be a Terry Pratchett fra- fan, which I am, but, and I, I, you know, and but, the local stuff is really worth indulging in. Definitely. I That's one of the joys of brightness. Yeah. You, you can go out and... I, I went to a, um, a pig hog poetry reading just the other night. Yeah. Which was surprisingly fun. Open mm-hmm. mic with a couple of well-published authors, poets, sort of interspecies. 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 They sort of bred in there. It was disgusting. I mean, I mean new, right, new right yourself are doing some extraordinary stuff at the moment. Yeah. But um, wow. interspecial breeding. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Genetic ends. Yeah. That's one of the joys of Brighton. That's the fact you can go out most nights and see something really good live. Yeah. I don't really watch a lot of television. To be honest, I can't no. tell you a television programme. I mean... I'm watching Madeline Hooker Deceased at the moment that's ah, in the 60s 70s yes. it's fantastic it's really classic. funny it's yeah. brilliant yeah. Uh, it's, it's being shown on one of the channels and I'm recording it and watching it's hilarious yes. and I can't really think of a modern thing I really enjoyed yeah yeah. I try Netflix every now and again try and watch a series and it's usually disappointing I didn't watch a movie on Netflix the other night but that yeah. was just to hang up with my son so that's yeah. true yeah sacrifices you make I make a lot of sacrifices. I hang out with Jason. Yeah, that's yeah. a big sacrifice. My ego gets eroded every moment I spend with him. I'm, I'm a shivering, shivering blob of insecurity on the inside now. Yeah. So here's the thing, in good improv fashion. <laughs> yes. Well done. And <laughs> He's so professional. Because you want part of your, for want of a better word, stick is to gently sort of um, tease one another. Mm-hmm. Um do we? What I I think you perhaps do just even slightly. Okay. Um, yeah. What um, for both of you? What's the most delightful, engaging thing about working with the man that's sitting next to you right now? He is Andy. <laughs> no, he is. He is seriously a lot of fun, and uh, Jason has a lot of kind of creativity about him, so that's fine. Uh, uh, and he does that right kind of listening in the interviews we do. So it's a nice kind of opening up and letting people speak. There are some criticisms, some, some shows, I will not be mentioning names, uh, where it's more about me talking to you, our guests. Our show is very much intended the opposite, to be yeah. the opposite. We yeah. really genuinely want to hear what our guests have to say. We really want to know. Yeah. And, and good Jason's point. good at it. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm like the Doctor Who metaphor, I'm the companion. Really? And the guest is the, the doctor. friend. Yeah, I'm the companion. The doctor's the guest. Yeah. yeah so so I listen to what two companions. Yeah. yeah, I like that. Yeah, that's what yeah. we are. Yeah, yeah. yeah and I've, I've known Andy for about 25 years, and we've all gone really well. And yeah, I've he's known Jason for three. 
I've been hiding in your wardrobe. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I interrupt. Yeah, and Andy's got great spirit to him, as you can tell, and he's very out there, in a good way. And that <laughs> helps the show. It's impressive that you can have someone who is both out there and in your cupboard. Exactly. <laughs> That's us. <laughs> yeah, we haven't known each other for a, a two and a half decades, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's sort of, you know, our kids are kind of grown up at the same time. Well, they would grow up at the same time. Let's <laughs> <laughs> go born roughly at the same time. Yes, yeah, James is year older, isn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. Then yours. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really good. Yeah, yeah. Hit a few parties. Been arrested at the same time, so that's fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That sounds um, like it might be appropriately a like a People's Republic sort of arrest, or is it something like nice citizens' arrest? Citizens. Yes, <laughs> for crimes against humour, <laughs> crimes against television. Yeah. <laughs> For and revamping Tim Vine jokes. Ah, carry on. When when can we? Uh, you've you've mentioned it. You've alluded to it a bit earlier on. But as we hurtle towards the finish line on this, uh, tell us again when we can actually see your faces as well as listen to your voices. Oh, he's brilliant, isn't he? Yes. Uh, the People's Republic of Brighton Hope Show is on latest TV. That's Freeview Channel Seven, uh, Virgin Media Channel One Five Nine. And on a YouTube channel coming to you soon after. Oh, it is streamed live on the latest TV um, uh, uh, website as well. Uh, we've got a Facebook page. Come and join us. Come and lurk. One of us, one of us, one of us. Exactly. Uh, Andy and Jason, thank you very much. Cheers, Andy. Thank, thank you. Thank you very much. Signing off. This has been the Cast Iron Theatre Podcast. Presented by Andrew Allen. And edited by Michelle Donkin. Music is Chapstick by Everett Armand. Find us on Twitter, on Facebook, and our website, castironbrighton.weebly.com. Subscribe to us and rate us on SoundCloud and iTunes. Thanks for listening.